religion and science, like philosophy and history, all have, in some sense, as their object, truth. The first Christians didn't, they thought of themselves not so much as subscribing to particular beliefs and practices, but practicing a whole new way of life. Science, like religion, was conceptualized as a, as a quality of the individual. Its intention is to perfect our inherent drive towards truth and knowledge. The religious impulse in humans is deep-seated. So religion and science have to live together, and they have, in fact, lived together, and often very productively. These worlds do operate differently, and yet it's hard to completely keep them separate because we also typically seek some form of coherence. Science doesn't have instantly ready-made answers to every question. What we know about the natural world is the result of 400 years of enormous labor, intellectual labor, and it's the same in theology. I was thinking about how the devotees of the temple spoke about technology and about divinity, and there seemed to be a technological sublime at work. So there was a sense of mapping divinity onto technology and technology onto divinity. And so these worlds seem very, um, seem very easily transposable. Sciences in, in biology and in physics, trying to figure out what the truth is about organisms or what the truth is about the structure of the world. And the same is true in religion. Where did we come from? Where are we going? What's our destiny? Welcome to Illuminations, a limited series from Ministry of Ideas that explores the fascinating and complex relationship between religion and science. I'm Zachary Davis. Far from being domains having nothing to do with one another, religion and science have always been deeply entangled. In their respective quest for truth, they have supported, provoked, conflicted with, challenged, and inspired each other. But this isn't how the story of religion and science is usually framed. There's a historical or sociological claim that religion and science have been at war, that religious institutions, religious people have been in conflict with, at war with science. Uh, and that's sometimes called uh, by historians of science, the warfare thesis or the conflict thesis. There were two books in particular that really drove things. A fellow named John Draper and a fellow named Andrew Dixon White. And his book, which was a big bestseller of its day, it was the eternal warfare between uh, science and Christendom in history. And in both cases, you know, they had an element of truth to it. This is Stephen Barr, Professor Emeritus of Physics at the University of Delaware, and Brother Guy Consolmagno, an astronomer-physicist and a member of a Catholic religious order. The conflict thesis they describe, with its story of inherent antagonism between science and religion, became a popular, even dominant account of this relationship. First promoted in the late 1800s, the conflict thesis is still visibly with us today. I mean, I suppose the rationalist has had to contend with two different types of opponents over time. One is the, is, is the person of faith, you know, the person who just believes things and doesn't care about reason. This is British journalist Krishna Gurumurthy interviewing Harvard cognitive scientist Steven Pinker for Channel 4 in 2021. 
And indeed, faith does go contrary to to uh, to reason, almost by definition. It's believing something without a good reason to believe. That's why we call it faith. And it's, it's something that we all are uh, tempted by in certain beliefs that are sacred to our our, our identity, our tribe, our coalition. There have been historical moments of tension between religious believers and scientific investigators. Two of the most famous involved the conflict between Galileo and the Catholic Church over Galileo's hypothesis that the Earth revolved around the Sun, and Charles Darwin's theory of evolution, with its claim that humans descended from an ancestral animal species. But these well-publicized crisis moments don't reflect the whole story. The relationship between religion and science goes well beyond warfare. And today, most historians of science agree that the conflict thesis is an inaccurate, or at least inadequate account. No single generalization can capture the reality of this complex relationship. It's those complexities that this series explores, with the aim of illuminating a fuller, richer story about these entangled pursuits of truth. In our first episode, we journey to the birth of modern science, where a group of maverick scientists assembled in London in the 17th century to test and promote their new ideas of experimentation. But as we'll discover, these scientists were developing new methods not because of their bold confidence in human capacity, but precisely the opposite. As Protestants, they believed fervently in the total fallenness and unreliability of human reason. Experimentation was needed because you couldn't trust human beings very much, and thus very careful methods and data tracking were required to compensate for the effect of Adam's sin. So here we see that in the very moment of modern science's emergence, religion is not only present, but playing a vital role. Later episodes reveal other unexpected and fascinating interactions. We're going to see biology shift into non-biological platforms. So that's going to raise all kinds of religious questions. What's striking about Western Christianity, I uh, suppose, is this astronomical imperative that emerges during the Middle Ages. People are excited about this idea of self-improvement. There's all this religious fervor, and there's all this enthusiasm about science. So the idea that change is possible, that there might be a scientific element to it, and that it can affect your spiritual self is like the key ingredients to 19th century fame and fortune. I would argue that nowadays uh, religious people are much more open-minded to the possibility that there, there, there is life out there, that they perhaps even intelligent life. What happened was that the chief priest of the temple asked me for many, many months to help him find a helicopter. As someone who studied both religion and physics, people would always ask, well, how are you studying those two things? They're so polar opposite. And I was like, well, I'm exploring the unknown in two different ways. The story of how religion and science interact is so much more complex and captivating than what we normally hear. And gaining a better picture of this story is not only interesting, it's important. Important because we face so many challenges right now from climate change to social fragmentation to viral diseases. Such challenges can't be solved with science or religion alone. Both are needed. In the best cases, religion and science work together like two rays of light revealing a path forward for humanity. 
So join us on this journey of curiosity, discovery, and illumination. Illuminations is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. We are based at Harvard Divinity School and supported by the Templeton Foundation. Illuminations is produced by me, Zachary Davis, Leah Rechtman, Maria Devlin-McNair, and Nick Anderson. Sound design and music is by Steve LaRosa. If you enjoy this podcast, you can support us by sharing the show with your friends, subscribing, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. For more information, visit our website at ministryofideas.org. Ministry of Ideas is a proud member of Hub & Spoke, a collective of smart, idea-driven podcasts. You can check out all of our shows at hubspokeaudio.org. Hub and Spoke, Audio Collective.